personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Welcome back to the Liebcast. We're now talking about intentionality and what's going on in my business, in my life. We're making a lot of changes these days, and I hope you are too. It's 2021. Everyone talks about a spring cleanup. They're like going to do a spring cleanup. I do a 2020 cleanup. I'm done with that stuff. And I told you when we were just talking to my friend Lou Soriano, and we were talking about the PPP loan, which, by the way, is the greatest, greatest, greatest thing that came since sliced bread PPP number two. And I'll tell you why. It gives you the security to make these changes so your business can thrive in 2021. Like a lot of people sit around, they go, woe is me. This ain't working. Why isn't this happening? Where are the clients? Where's the business? What is going on? They say they close for a lawyer. They go, they, they stopped evictions until May. They stopped foreclosures until May. Imagine you own a bar or a restaurant. The King Cuomo's shutting me down. I can't do this. I got to serve food with drinks and there's capacity limits and New York City's closing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But because of that PPP and like we were talking about with Lou, you have the chance to reinvent. You have the chance to make you who you want to be. And this year, I'm changing a bunch of stuff, and it starts with this platform that I got, this awesome platform that I got, that I get the chance to talk to all of you every week, which is perhaps the best thing I get to do in my life. Like, I I, I just love it. And I'll tell you why I love it, because I can change someone's life, and I can change it in a very approachable manner, meaning like, normally what I do is I'm a lawyer, and I litigate, and I do litigation, which is lawsuits. Who wants to talk to that negativity? Like, it's always a negative. And yes, a general counsel likes it, a business person likes it, but it's a bummer. But on this show, I get the chance to show you how to thrive, to stay alive, to make it happen. And I'm a big fan of intentionality, and that's my my theme. And just what it means is the fact of being deliberate or purposive. It says purposive. I think it's purposeful. I, I think they're wrong. I looked up Google. It says purposive. I, I've never used the word purposes before. Weird. Purposeful. We're going to use purposeful. Google, you're wrong. Andrew's right. Ha. So here's the thing. I want to be purposeful. That's really what I mean by intentionality. Everything I'm going to do is going to have a plan, a mission. I'm going to sit and I'm going to smell the roses. But I'm not just going to be like, those are some sweet smelling roses. I'm going to reflect. I'm going to think about things. I'm going to make strategic choices because I think there's so much lost energy that I've been doing in chaos of the world. I just um, actually went snowboarding. It was amazing. I went to the POW and it was cool because I started off in Long Island. I come from Long Island and I was driving to Massachusetts. Don't worry, everyone. Neighboring state. It's allowed. New York has that rule that if it's not a neighboring state, you have the quarantine. And by the way, I went to Jiminy Peak, which is maybe a thrown stove. For, I can't even speak. A stone's throw, I said. A throw stone, I think. I don't know. From the border. And I, I went there snowboarding. And the best part was I, it takes like three and a half hours each way. And I got to listen to books on tape. I used my app, Lib, Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. It used to be called Overdrive. 
for you idiots that pay for like Audible or something like that, you do know that your library gives you a free app for books on tape called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. And I was just listening to this show called Platform and I'm working on this. I'm working on this. So what's the whole point? I've been doing and doing and doing and running and running and running and chaos and chaos and chaos and catastrophe and catastrophe, catastrophe. 2020 was the year of survival. I felt like we were all treading water. Like we don't want to drown. We don't want to drown. And as I said on the first segment, we were so close to layoffs and failure. And the first PPP came around. And we made it. I We made it. Like, that's an accomplishment in and of itself that the lights are still on. I, I hope you believe that you feel the same way if you're like me. Like, we made it. We made it to the next thing. And so what are we going to do? We're going to change. We're going to change. We're going to do things intentional. They're not going to be reactionary. And if you listen to me over time, here's the thing. I'm going to change again. So I don't want to hear you say, but you said it this way, but you said it this way. I'm guessing something like 95% of the changes I'm about to make are going to be wrong. Let me say that again. I'm batting for getting 5% right, and I'll be a happy guy. Like, I'm betting 95% of the changes I'm going to make are going to be wrong. There's going to be problems. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be things that go wrong along the way. But I don't play bumper chairs in the office and hope the phone rings. I'm going out and getting mine. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to change things. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to do it. So let me tell you about the change of changes. Starts with what you're listening to, the Leapcast. What is the Leapcast? And why? what is our message? And Lauren said to me before we went on the air, it's so hard to explain in an elevator pitch. Why can't you just say it? We've been battling. You should, <laughs> I got to tell you, this is not the first take of even this segment because we, we scream at each other while we're doing it because we just have different views of where we should be going and how we should be doing it. Lauren wanted me to do a segment about buying a business. And she's like, everyone wants to know how to buy a business. And I'm like, yeah, in theory, but they don't really want to take the Lieb class on buying a business. Well, that's not true. Some people do, and they go to LeapSchool.com, and they take our digital on-demand trainings where we teach. We actually have a course about selling a business on it. And that's continuing ed, and that's like real educational and detailed, and we go into, but on this show, that's not what we're going to be. We're not going to be a, a class. We're not, we're not competing with Harvard. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to talk to you, and we're trying to let you know if that you are an entrepreneur. If you're a business person, you can run a business, you can own it, you want to invest in a business, you just are executive, you're HR, you're business curious, not by curious, business curious. You're an independent contractor. I'm just a professional. You share the same clients as me. Maybe just like smart people talking. We talked about making that the name of the show for a while. Just smart people talking because we just say some stuff and sometimes it's like, shut up. I don't even care what you want to say. I imagine that's what you're saying at home. I imagine you're sitting listening to us and be like, all right, stop with that. Just tell me what it means in English. So what are we? What are we trying to do? What is the intentionality of this show? How are you going to apply this to your life? So let me give you some story time. Story time. I like story time. I'm a little background. If you've been on my podcast for a while, you subscribe because if you don't subscribe, you're just freaking dead to me. You're just dead to me. How come you haven't went on the Apple and the subscribe to my podcast? The Liebcast. You should be subscribing to the blog, the blog that we got. You should be subscribing to the podcast. You got to be part of our network. Why? Because we give you the latest, greatest stuff that's happening. 
What does that mean? So what people don't realize is that policy happens and policy affects your livelihood. Let me say that in another way. Every day, new statutes are being proposed, statutes or laws by the legislature, whether it's your state or the federal government. Every day, new regulations are coming out. Federally, you see them every, every day. New York State, for example, does it every Wednesday. We track this stuff and we say, is that something that we as business owners want to know? And how is that going to affect our business moving forward? Now, that sounds very abstract to you. That's probably very overwhelming, and you're probably like, I don't care. Why? Most small businesses only care about the lawsuit. Why? Because like me, you were trying to keep your head above water for the last year. You're just, you're just surviving. It's, it's about can you make the bagels fast enough to sell the bagels at the bagel store? It's not about the legislation, about what you got to do in your kitchen. You only care about the legislation about the kitchen when you get a citation from the health department. That's when you care. Then there's the medium-sized businesses, and they're thinking, I want policy manuals. I want to mitigate. But they're really still in the moment. They're thinking about, I just got sued. How do I stop this from happening? And then there's the big businesses. And the big businesses, they do things on a much longer-term planning. Let me break it down in an analogy. If we were in the medical setting, there's what's called a primary, a secondary, and a tertiary intervention. A tertiary intervention means surgery. A secondary intervention means a wellness visit. A primary intervention, for illustration, is how do I stop people from getting sick in the first place, like an insurance company giving you an incentivization to go to the gym. So big companies are much more likely to say, you work here, we'll give you credit for the gym. Because they go, hey, that makes it less likely people are going to get sick. Medium-sized companies go, go see a doctor. Every year, see a doctor. Because we don't want you to get sick, but you see a doctor. Small companies are like, maybe I'll help you out if you have surgery. That's just the mindset of reality because I live in reality and intentionality, I'm living in reality. So as background, we started this show when the pandemic hit, like March 2020. I had been doing a show for about a year called Ion Real Estate. I had been doing it with my friend Dottie Herman. I don't know if you know Dottie. Dottie is the CEO of Douglas Hellman. She's an icon in Long Island. This lady, really, like she, she's something else. And I always say to my friends at Douglas Hellman, and a bunch of you might be listening, Dottie's got vision. That's what she's got. She's got vision. And so Dottie and my myself and this guy, Ace Wadden Suparp, who runs Citizens Bank, we did the show called Iron Real Estate. They're still doing it. They got someone to replace me, I think. And they do it on Saturday mornings, 10 to 12, and it's a live show with caller. And, and we were doing this, and they were asking questions about buying and selling real estate. And it was great. I loved it, and I loved working with Dottie. Really, uh, Dottie, I hope you hear this, and I think the best of you. But the problem was I have little kids and Saturday when you work the way I do, Saturday morning is pancake Saturday. I don't know if you have this in your house. We have pancake Saturday. If Spencer doesn't have banana chocolate chip pancakes, sometimes with food coloring, 
and he doesn't have his apple juice or the straw. He freaks out. And it was like a problem in my house. I have Ari. He's almost two. Like, I, I have a life. I, I'm, a, I'm a dad. I got this stuff. And it was really a battle every week to go and do the show with Dottie and with Ace. And I loved every second of it. And fortunately for me, and I'm going to get back to intentionality. Lauren's looking at me like I'm all over the place, scatterbrained squirrel. And <laughs> so, but I, you'll see it wraps together. Everything I say, like I, I got this under control. Don't you worry. I still got some time in this segment and you'll see how we get to the end and everything's not chaos. It just ap- appears like chaos and, but we'll get there. So here's the thing. I was on this show and I loved it, but I was battling with my son and I was missing the summer and I was missing the beach and I'm a salt life type of guy. Why do you live on the freaking island if you're not going to the beach? I don't understand that. I have friends that don't go to the beach. Like people always say, I got to leave the island. It's so expensive. I'm paying for the beach. We have the best beaches in the world. I would pay extra premium. I have a friend moving to North Carolina right now. This guy, Lenny, I've been friends with since I'm a kid. He's moving to North Carolina. He's so excited. It's going to be great. And it's much less money, and the taxes are less. And he's telling me how great it is. And it is great, but there's no beach. I would pay a premium for the beach. Salt life. Like, I go on the boat. I go to the, I go, I could body surf for the rest of my eternity. So anyway, I was missing the weekends between the pancakes, the snowboarding. I was missing the weekends between the beach, the boating. And I was doing compliance trainings because that's what I do. I, I, I don't know if you guys know that. I'm a litigator and a compliance trainer. And so for years, we own Leap School. We have 10,000 active students that take digital on-demand real estate brokerage, salesperson, associate real estate brokerage, as you call it, a realtor. We teach them all their compliance. We do all that stuff. And then I deal with companies and I teach discrimination. That's a big one. I do it for small, medium, large companies. To be honest, mostly medium and large companies, because small companies, again, don't want to put the budget until they get sued. And I train them. We do the policies. And I was doing like four days a week for like eight years. Like I, I feel like my life passed me by. And right for full days. Yeah, full days. Like for some days I would leave at five in the morning and get home at like eleven thirty at night. I would do it in New Jersey and Connecticut. You you name it. And my kids were not happy with this. It was a problem. I was missing soccer. I was missing hockey. It was like uh, to do. And I want to be an active father. I want to be participating. My father, great father, great guy, David Lieb, good guy. And he, he took me to karate and did this stuff. But even him, he was always working, always working. He would bring his briefs to my stuff. He wouldn't pay attention. He wouldn't coach. I want to be that dad. I want to be involved. And so this guy comes up to me when I'm doing a compliance training. He goes, listen, you should really have a a show, a radio show, a TV show. People say that a lot, just so you know, if you're a good public speaker, like I'm a, I get paid by companies to speak. I do discrimination. I do all sorts of brokerage, real estate brokerage related topics, financial topics, I teach people how not to get sued. Like we teach people for a good illustration is you own a restaurant, you need to train your staff what to do when someone comes in with a disability and wants an accommodation for that disability. And if you don't do that, you're going to get sued. Like we do this type of thing. And someone comes up to me and goes, you need your own show. And I kind of blew them off because when I teach, let's say there's a hundred people in the room, 25 people come up to talk to me. Usually they say nice things. Usually the other 75 are cursing me out, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. 
I'm kind of obnoxious, so I start with people in the audience. It's one of my fortes. You don't get to see that now, but if you ever came and saw me speak, I always feel like if you're going to go to a comedy show and you're going to start with a comedian, you're going to get picked on, so the same thing should happen in a compliance class. Don't start with a trainer, especially when he's a litigator and he could rip your freaking head off. So that's another story. <laughs> so I, this guy comes up to me. He goes, you should have your own show. And I was like, all right, thanks, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, 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 go away from me. Like, that's basically what I was saying. I didn't say it like that. It was nicer. And he goes, no, seriously, you should look me up. And I'm legit. And so I looked him up, and he happened to be one of the executive producers for one of the biggest radio shows of all time. And he's, like, legit, legit. He just happened to be there. And he convinced me that I can do my own show. And he was wanted to get me a station and do all sorts of things. And we were going to go national. We were going to try and maybe do Sirius, or we are going to try and do syndication everywhere. And so we had this vision of not competing with Dottie because we love Dottie. And she does residential homeowners sellers, buyers, and that's her show. So we were going to do the investor and we were going to talk to the investor because that's what I know. I know employment law. I know corporate law. I know real estate law. That's what I know. And I was going to talk to the investor and tell him what to do. And we had this whole witty satirical show. Like we wanted our show, Dave, that's the name of the guy that was the producer. Dave and I, we were talking and we wanted the show to be if John Stewart had a baby with Howard Stern, John Stewart, when he was the Daily Show, and the wet nurse was Bloomberg. And we wanted to make that like the combination, like have the smart of Bloomberg, the sophistication of Bloomberg, the rawness of Howard Stern, and the uh, and the quick wit of John Stewart. We wanted to put that all together. And we had this great show called Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. We had we were interviewing all different um, uh, reporters and we were going to have, just to tell you what the show is going to be like, someone was going to go and they were going to ask how to commit crimes with a straight face like you would see on John Stewart. They would go and they would go to the bank and be like, so I want to commit a Ponzi scheme. Who do I talk to to set this up? And we were going to record the whole thing. Yeah, they wanted to do it with and have compliance. And so we were going to, what do you mean, and have compliance? I, have compli- I was about to keep going. I'm like, what is she talking about? They were going to have a Ponzi scheme with compliance? Yeah, they were going to ask the bank, how do they actually do it with a straight face? All right, all right. I, I don't know if I'd use the word with compliance when they said, see, this is why we keep yeah, re-recording. No, they were going to ask the right questions in order to, how do they pull it off? Yeah, so I don't know with compliance the right way, how to get away with it. How to get away with yeah, it. Yeah, that's a better way to say it. We agree with how to get okay, away fine. with it. And so, <laughs> And so she just wants me to be compliant to her. So here's the thing. Then we were going to go to all different conferences. We actually have audio from the first conferences we were doing, and we were going to make this witty, satirical show, and we had this vision. And then the pandemic started when we started. And we're like, we're not those jerks that are going to make fun of people in the middle of people dying and businesses go out of business. So we quickly shifted from real estate investing with Andrew Lieb to the Liebcast. It was a slow transition from what you saw, but internally it was a conversation that we were having. And we were saying to ourselves, what can we offer on this show? What, who are we? What are we doing? What, what is something that people want us to hear? So we're like, we're going to talk about discrimination. We're going to talk about wage and hour stuff. We're going to talk about everything about real estate. We're going to talk about marketing, operations, strategy, innovation. That's a big deal. And so we made a list of the things because intentionality, things don't just happen from haphazardness. It doesn't happen through magic. You have to plan this stuff out. So we don't want to be a continuing ed class. We don't want to be a CLE, a continuing legal education class. Why not? 
Because we want to be able to be humanistic, and we want you to hear what we're saying. In fact, there's going to be three show drivers. If your business is doing something awesome, we want to talk to you because we'll put you on there. You've heard us talk to people. We had that guy. I don't know if you remember him. He was doing a tequila taco truck. Like We want to talk to people that are doing cool things to inspire us all. Then what do we do? We're going to be tracking, and I do this in my businesses for all my clients anyway, statutes. That's when the legislature is doing new laws. Regulations. That's when the executive branch is doing new laws. And we track them and we say, how are the fields that are going to impact our ability to make money, how are they going to change business? And we're going to tell you how they're changing on the state level, on the federal level. And we're going to give you advice and pointers on what you should do for your business. You make the change, then you create the barrier to entry so your competition can't do it too. And then we're going to do the last thing, which is new for 2021, intentionality. And here's what it is. We're going to be vulnerable. And we're going to start telling you, just like I'm doing right now, we're going to let you in to the writer's room. That's kind of what's going on. I'm telling you what's really happened, and I got nothing to hide. You hate me, I hate you too. And if you love me, I love you too. Like, I got no skin off my back. The second you realize in life that people hate your guts for no apparent reason, the happier you'll be. Every one of you, I promise you that someone out there hates you, despises you, wishes death upon you, and you don't even know their name. That's just the way the world works. People just decide they don't like people. So what we're going to do is we're going to make these our drivers moving into this new year. And why do I tell you this? Because we have that PPP money. I told you it was all going to come together. We have that PPP money. We can now apply for a second PPP We can use tax deductions on the first one, on the second one. And now we're going to change our business in the face of the future. We're going to shift. We're going to take the ball by the horns and we're going to define who we are. We always say here that business success takes hard work. But what you all don't realize is, yes, someone who has tenacity. Tenacity just means you keep going. You got hard work. You're, You're driven. We teach our son tenacity. Yes, hard work matters. But it's not just physical hustle that gets you there. You also got to work out your mind. Lauren, myself, our guests, we're going to work your mind out. We're going to get you thinking. We're going to get you inspired. We're going to give you ideas. And the first one of those, if you want to make it happen, is first of all, I guess the first and second one is the better way to say it. Talk to your financial guy, your financial gal, your lawyer, your accountant. Not me. I don't do this. But talk to these people about getting PPP number two if you have less than 300 employees. It's just a no-brainer. If you're not going to talk to someone, I'm not saying you're going to get it, but you got to talk to someone. That's number one. Number two is you got to set goals and objectives. What is your goal for 2021? Mine is this. I want to communicate with a clearer voice. That's my goal. I want everything, my law firm, my compliance company, my school. I write. I've been published hundreds of times. This radio show, our blog, I want there to be a clearer, uniform voice. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to set meaningful objectives of things I'm going to change by specific dates. So what you're going to do for me because I want you to succeed with me. Intentionality. Together, we're going to intentionally make 2021 the best year that ever happened. You're going to get out your pen. You're going to get out your paper. Or you could do it like I do while I was driving up to the mountain to go snowboarding. I have a recorder on my cell phone. You could download the app. And I said to myself, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And maybe I won't do them all. 
And remember, 95% of them are going to fail, and I'm going to change them too. But I'm going to take the bull by the horns because the only one that's going to be responsible for my failure is me. The only one that's going to be responsible for my success is me. I am the man in the mirror. This is the Leapcast. Happy 2021. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com. 